Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 24th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we are back recording uh, happily. It's been a, <laughs> a long week for us. Um, we know we said we'd get the next one yes. to a couple days, so it we're sorry happen. about that. <laughs> we're still we're still on a we'll, we'll a week, get there, but we're gonna we're gonna catch up with that episode soon. But it's uh, just been uh, just crazy around here with work and the kids' schedules and our schedules. And it's I just had life. A, <laughs> A crown put in on Monday on a tooth and yeah, never fun. Just yeah, just all constant <laughs> stuff. But then and even today, like just just before we recorded this, we were just on the Kickstarter Excess of Value show with Dice and Dragons and Mr. Rao, Mr. Ryan Rao, Rao. <laughs> um, formerly of the Cardboard Conjecture podcast, uh, the uh, Jason from uh, Dice and Dragons and Ryan and the, and the both of us put together a Kickstarter Excess of Value show where we talk about different Kickstarters that we're interested in and we kind of analyze them, break them down and, and uh, see what uh, we think of them and if we're going to back them and whatnot. And we were just doing our follow-up follow up show to the previous show that we did a week or so ago there and it was talking all things marvel zombies from cmon which we've talked about here too yes we talked yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago i think we yeah. talked about it yeah but yeah we were just wrapping up a little show there uh recapping that you should go check that out it'll by the time this episode comes out uh i don't think the the his episode will have dropped until probably this weekend i think so I yeah i guess so but yeah, it should be out uh, by the, I don't know, 5th or something like that. So go check that out and you'll see uh, all yeah. the things that we talked about, about uh, Marvel Zombies. But we are going to kick this episode off with New to the Collection. And I've got one to talk about here. Um, so this is a game I've played once before. And it was years ago. It was when we f I first met Scott, actually. One of the Ooh. way, way back. And um, he introduced it to me, and uh, it's a game that I'd always thought looked amazing, just from the box art, and uh, played the one time, and it was, but then hadn't, it's been nowhere since, but then yeah, you, you found it. Yeah, you can't find it. You I, found it. I hunted it down. You hunted like. it down, <laughs> and uh, we didn't get uh, just one, but two different versions of the game. So, mm -hmm. what game am I talking about? It's The Grizzled. Uh, from Simon Games, from Fabian Ruffo and, and Juan Rodriguez. Good save. <laughs> he what? just was at Juan. <laughs> Juan, yeah. Juan Rodriguez, and art by Tignus or Tinous or T I G N O U S. Names are hard. I know. I'll just say that names Especially are real hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is a game all about. It's a cooperative game about living in the trenches and life in the trenches during world war one so yeah like i said we didn't just get one copy of this we got two different versions of the game so the the, the base game here um, i'll just read a little bit off the back here it says play the role of a group of grizzled soldiers in their daily life in the trenches will you be able to coordinate your actions to be able to get through the devastating effects of the great war the Grizzled is a cooperative game. The players win or lose together. The right balance between individual and collective risk-taking will lead to success. A true group challenge. This intense and immersive game is also an homage to our forebearers. And so this, yeah, this game is ultra-thematic. And all I've played is this version right here, this little one. Uh, that It is two to five players, co-op, about 30 minutes. But it's so thematic. And it's just a card game. But it, it kind of simulates decisions 
that you would be making while you're in the trenches during World War One, which is probably one of the worst places in the history Ugh, of man. Yeah. And um, it just, it, in an, uh, it's strangely thematic from a card game. Interesting. It blew me away, honestly. I'm excited to play it. Yeah, it really blew me away. It was devastating and difficult. And it, this, the decision-making was just like, am I making the right call? I don't know. Probably not because I'm in an impossible situation and I don't know what the best choice is. So that's just the regular game. And it just comes in a little box with some a cards. A small box. When yeah, it small came, I was like, oh, no, I got the wrong <laughs> one. Wrong no, but, but I it, didn't. <laughs> that is the game. And it's really, really, really good. But you also found this copy called the Grizzled, the Armistice Edition, which is exactly the same game, but with more things. And this game actually includes six minis um, depicting the same characters that kind of you, you're playing, portraying just the, the six soldiers that you're, you're kind of... Uh, their company or whatever. Yeah, that you're, and that they're you're... really cool. They're pre-painted. They, they yeah. look really awesome. And they're stylized, like... Very old timey looking. Yeah, you know, they're this. very cool. They're not like any. Um, they're not like any minis you see in games. They're very stylized and yeah. round, like and very, very fluid, old school art like, looking. Yeah, big rosy cheeks, red noses. You know, like just old school art. Yeah, kind of what you would expect from well, back in the early nineteen hundreds, kind of. Yeah. Uh, like you know, cartoon. political cult cartoons or yeah, something like that. Yeah, satire cartoons, things yeah. like that. But so this version of the game is is about five times the size of the box, um, and it does well. It does come with those minis, but the the difference here is that this one is a campaign yeah. game. So what it says here on the back is the Grizzled Armistice transports you into the daily lives of a group of grizzled soldiers trying to survive in the trenches, same as the other one. The special edition, this special edition, provides a new immersive campaign mode made up of a series of unique and intense chapters where you must confront the major events of World War One. However, the 211 cards included in Armistice allow you to play both the original version of the Grizzled and at your order's expansion, with or without the new features introduced in Armistice. So, oh, so I didn't need to get the original game. No. I did not realize that. <laughs> but that's not a big deal. Um, That'll be nice to take places because it's a small box. Yes, it is a small you can box. Just play it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking it's, on the bright uh, side of things. <laughs> just I'm super interested in what this campaign has to offer because honestly, with just the regular box here, this that 30 minutes you go through um, is ultra thematic. So I'm interested to see how this one holds how up this or... plays through, and if you lose characters, like maybe so and so gets killed, and did you make the right decision? Did you yeah. cost it? Did, like, did you the, a decision you make let soldier? so-and-so get killed in a certain situation or are you able to save him or like are you able to make it through the entire thing with everyone alive or i don't know i'm very curious to see how this goes and it says that this one uh plays about 45 minutes per chapter whereas the original game is just about a 30 minute scenario each time you play it yeah so yeah i don't know that's uh one to four players co-op 45 minutes per chapter very very interested to play this so i'm very excited that you got your hands on it and yeah now we have both of them here so if we want to take the little one uh with us somewhere that's great otherwise we have the big campaign one here so i i was planning on giving that to you for your birthday but i couldn't keep you can wait secret. that's right yeah <laughs> so, so you got a, a real early birthday present yeah so that's uh, yeah the grizzled um and the grizzled armistice edition from simon games and there's another publisher what was the other publisher 
Spaghetti uh, Western games? Spaghetti Western games, yes. Yeah. So what else do we have to talk about? Okay. So this game, I hunted down the same time I hunted down those ones. Yeah, it came in the same box. I had been looking at doing this before Christmas, so maybe November-ish, October-ish. Yep. I decided against it. I don't know why, but I did. So then I was looking for it again, and I just couldn't get it out of my head. I've tried to track it down here. This game in particular, I couldn't find anywhere in Canada. You, like, you couldn't get it. If you were going to get it on Amazon, it was going to be, like, I don't know, outrageous amount of money. Yeah. And even then, I didn't know if I would get it. And and I like, I mean, I typically like getting stuff from our local board game store. I don't yeah. often yeah, we order stuff online. A lot. But yes. I went to him, and I asked if we could get this, and he couldn't get it. Like, he couldn't get it in. So... I hunted it down. I got it from the UK. And yeah, she ordered this stuff from the UK. I never I've never done that before. No. Um it came in like two weeks. It was real fast. Which is yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Considering the way the world is right now. And um this game I heard about from um watching the Dice Towers Top Hundred one year. I don't a couple years ago yes. maybe. I've been wanting it for a really long time. It might have even. I remember we both saw it the same time. Yeah. and being like, "Wow, that looks awesome!" And it that was, was a couple Z. years back. Yeah, Z Garcia was talking about it, and I was like, "Wow, that looks that looks so fun and just an yep. interesting take on a game." And the game I'm talking about is the Bloody Inn, <laughs> and this one is it's funny designed by it's. It's spelled as like Nicholas Robert, but every time I look at it, I don't see Robert. I see Nicholas Robert. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's maybe. just it's how the, the name rolls off my tongue. So I'm gonna go with Nicholas Robert. Um art uh, art by Luis Francisco and Weberson Santiago and published by Pearl Games and a few other publishers. Mm-hmm. Um so the Bloody Inn, France, eighteen thirty one. In a remote corner of Ardèche, the little village of Perbay sees numerous travelers pass through. A family of greedy rural farmers is determined to make its fortune and has devised a diabolical stratagem to achieve this goal. Invest in an inn so they can rob traveling guests, getting rich without arousing the suspicions of the police. Whether or not their plan will work out, one thing is certain— None of their guests will return. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So it's basically these, you know, like, shysty little greedy farmers, a family of them who want to, they they go to rob a bunch of their guests, but their guests never end up leaving their inn. I'll let you come to your own conclusions (laughs) on that with what's happening. Mm -hmm. But... They have to dispose of their guests in all sorts of, I think, interesting ways or find interesting ways <laughs> yeah. for them to not leave so they can take their money. Um, but the like the one one of the things aside from, um, you know, Z describing it and, you know, telling about it, yep. the box art yeah, is it's so what me too. intriguing. It's stark, like it's like black on this bright orange. And there's something like, about it. It's just. That cool. just made me be like, I need to play what this, whatever this is. It's got oh. a like an old looking. He almost looks like um like a friar, yeah, on the front, you know, like a friar yeah. tuck with a big floppy hat, and he's got this, but like, in like full black kind of vestments, yeah, it's like not an, like, it's like an old school sort of priest. Sort I would say of like attire. France, right? Like a a priest in France in like eighteen thirty one, but 
I don't even and know. And he looks terrified and he's yeah. got a little lantern. Yeah. And yeah, it's an orange box and he's all black and then there's little black crows all over the place. I don't know. Something about the box art just made me need to have this game. Yeah, it's it's very good art. So A plus Mr. Yeah. Artists. And it's it's a morbid and like probably disturbing theme. But, but it looks like they do it funny. In like, a light way. Yes. Where you're yeah, you're having to dispose of the guests. Yeah. Uh post Mortem? Yeah, post horrible <laughs> thing that happened to your guest that I guess you do to him. I'm not really sure. I don't exactly know. I don't know how it plays. We haven't played it. I know that they it. come and you got to rob them and then you got to dispose of them. Yeah. So, yeah, in a very hilarious way, I think this game is, a hilariously morbid way, this game is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And we also, at the same time, I got the expansion, uh, the, the Bloody and the Carnies. And it basically just adds a, a, a troop of traveling carnival. Like carnies, so yeah. and they're coming to the hotel. So, <laughs> bringing just new new little bits to the game. So, it's uh, yeah, I'm super excited. This finally came. I'm super oh, yes. excited to dive into that one and play it. Um, I feel like we may have a review on that one in the future. We will. I think this will be one of our time machine reviews because this one isn't new. I think it's 2015. Yeah, when we were looking Something at it. Around yeah, about I think there. it's 2015. Yep. So not a brand new game by any means, but um, yeah, a one that I'm just probably also part of the reason why we couldn't get it uh, or couldn't find it anywhere. But I'm just super intrigued to play this game. So, it does look great. <laughs> new to the collection, the Bloody Inn and the Bloody Inn, the Carnies. <laughs> I am excited for that. <laughs> we, I think we'll be playing that soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's just about it for new to the collection. We do have a, uh, crowdfunding campaign to talk about, so we will run over there right now. then here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode and we have a game to talk about that is coming to GameFound. it hasn't come uh, the, the campaign hasn't started yet but it's starting soon um the game we're talking about is from gray fox games called last light and this particularly piqued my interest because of the designer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. The designer is Roy Kennedy of the Dice Tower. Um, which is really cool. He he's uh yeah, he's designed his own game. He's getting it published by Gray Fox Games. He's got art by Christian Strain, which looks really nice. Um yeah, I don't know a ton about this game, except for the fact that the whole tagline thing that's attached to this is that it's a 4x game that'll play in one hour that's mind-blowing i am so intrigued by how this plays because i was when i saw that i was like a a fast-paced 4x game that plays in one hour i was like how like i'm super okay sorry i'm getting ahead of myself my tongue can't keep up with um with like what it's what it says the game is where like planets are getting sucked in and well here i'll, I'll read from here. okay so, and i'll go after that yeah so it, it says it's one to four players and plays in roughly one hour and this is a 4x game 4x style game so it says here in the description on their bgg is last light is a fast-paced 4x game 
with 3D planets and a rotating board in which players playing asymmetrical alien factions simultaneously gather light right before the heat death of the universe. <laughs> Each turn, players select an action card, then all players take their actions simultaneously, which is a good way to yes. save time. Yes, a good way um, to speed up a game. Yep, exploring planets, mining for resources, gaining new technologies. These are all things that are, you know, Forex. very 4X, like yep. very eclipsy, right? Yep. Which we love. Yep. Um, and commanding fleets, all while racing to the center of a rotating board to the last known white dwarf star to gather light for the civilization to survive. The first player to gather 20 light has what they need to overcome their rivals and lay claim to the last light in the universe and win the game. So I've watched on their on their GameFound page. They have a couple little videos, and like, look at that there. So oh, all three D, it's colorful. All, 3D. all the planets that you're looking at. The board is like a, a circular board with a whole bunch of uh, rotating sections to it. So stuff is always spinning and rotating, and you've got all these little planets plugged in all over the place, and they're all on the little stands. And the planets look like bouncy marbles, balls, marbles, more, like big, yeah. big fat colorful swirly marbles of yeah. all different kinds of colors that kind of represent well they look like planets honestly yeah. um but they look they're 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 big and chunky and and colorful and then you've got ships that are are flying around and you're you're doing exactly those things you're doing all the 4x things and you're but the, the yeah doing everything simultaneously yeah um and having uh you know, running out of time kind of thing. Is and the... that's, I think that will help it. That must definitely thematically would help because you're, it's going faster because you're getting sucked into, you know, to the last yeah. white dwarf. Like it just, what a neat concept. It's funny when, when you showed me this one and I, the first thing I saw was the Roy Canada and I was like, huh, of course it's a space themed game, yes. which yeah, I always razz them about, Roy but it's Kennedy. awesome. Yep. I, that I'm very intrigued. This is very. Uh, I'm very excited to support this one. Oh yes, I'm very very excited to support this one. Yeah. Um, and I also like Gray Fox Games. Um, they're a great publisher, so I'm I'm excited to see what they do here. Like just judging from these pictures, um, of what I would yeah. imagine is more or less their prototype, um, or like certainly not finished versions no. of the the game. It looks really good. I love the yeah. look of the of the um. The, the marbly and... planets yep. and the ships and everything look really good. And yeah, I imagine it's not going to be super expensive because it looks like it's kind of on the smaller end of things. So like this is a game that plays in an hour, let's be honest. <clears throat> so it's it's not going to be in a large box, not going to be an Eclipse size box. It's not going to be a, a uh, uh, TI4 size box. Like mm -hmm. this is going to, it looks to me more or less like a square. Um, yeah, like Your a standard, very like, to ticket get to ride, ride sized box maybe a little thicker but like kind of that in that realm so i think this will probably be priced pretty well i'm gonna wager yeah. um and i honestly just want to support roy Kennedy. yeah uh, and it looks cool so um and he's been involved i've been i've been reading through the comments on the because they have a uh campaign preview page right on game found right now it's not the actual you can't back anything, but yeah. you can read kind of things about yeah. it. And there's a comment section on there. And he's been very involved in answering people's questions. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I, you I know, just. Yeah, I think um, 
like, yes, I, I want to support it because I, you know, support him because we've watched him how many times. Yeah, we're big and, fans. Yeah. I mean, we've been big fans of the Daystar for a long time. But I actually, but we also actually think the game looks good. Oh, of course. The game looks <laughs> like, great. And the I, game looks, I think it's such a neat concept. Totally. I think the game looks cool. And we tend to uh, align pretty well with his tastes. In oh, you games. love like everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the fact that he made this game makes me think that I'm going to like it because and he's also very passionate as he shows. Extraordinarily in, passionate. In, uh, yes. You know, in his defense of space games yep. and why he likes them and what's good about it. And, yep. and also like, his uh, what is his min maxing? Yeah, min max <laughs> so, everything. Yeah. Curious to see. I don't exactly know what it means, but uh, <laughs> he min maxes. So yes, see if it's in more here more than anyone. But I'm uh, no, I I'm super excited for this game. So am I. I think it looks great. Um, on the BGG page, there's some photos of uh, some of the components and uh, yeah, just go check it out. I think it's gonna be really cool. The Ooh. planets look really neat. Those and planets look sick. They do. The planets are, are a big draw. They look all different and cool looking. Yeah. And yeah, I like the idea of a Forex game that we can play in an hour. Oh, that's right? super intriguing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's like TI, you know, is Forex to take um, six to eight hours. And Twilight then, Imperium, if nobody knows yes, what he means Twilight by TI. Imperium has, you know, six to eight hours generally. And then you have Eclipse, which is like three to four generally. And now having one that's like an hour to an hour and a half, pretty cool. Yeah. That you've kind of... It'll be, yeah, it'll be cool to see how it plays because then you could have um, a completely new audience for people who just cannot make those long games happen. Um, yeah. And something that you can play in while you're waiting to play the longer ones. Yeah. And there's, yeah, all these asymmetrical aliens, just same kind of deal as Eclipse mm -hmm. and, and Twilight Imperium. But just, yeah, getting this wrapped up in an hour or so. Yeah. Really cool. So I'm sure we'll be going in on this. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't expect any reason not no. to. That's this is a this is a given. We're supporting that one. Yeah. It yeah. just looks good. It looks really it good. It looks very and, good. And yeah, I want to support Roy Canada. So yeah, that's that's our latest crowdfunding um, segment. So we have one more thing to talk about in the show, and it's we're going to be doing another review. So. Let's head on over there now. Alrighty then, here we are at our main discussion topic of the episode, and we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. Excellent. Um... This week, we are talking about a game that we played several times back in December, and we didn't, we weren't able to sneak it into our uh, reviews at the time, but it is, uh, we've been playing it again recently and thought, well, why not? This is a great game to talk about. And we are talking about what, Anna-Marie? We are talking about Transformers deck building game, uh, designed by Dan Blanchett and Matt Hyra. Art by Matt Frank and published by Renegade Game Studios. Yes, Transformers deck building game. So this game came out at the same time as two other deck building games from Renegade. So they released three of them all roughly at the same time. One had the Transformers IP, one had the G.I. Joe IP, mm -hmm. and one had the Power Rangers IP. And all three of these came 
up for pre-order at our local game store. Um, and I kind of wanted to back them all. I'm, we're, I'm not a huge Power Rangers. Uh, that was kind of after my time as a kid. But right in my wheelhouse was Transformers and G.I. Joe. Right. Right. So late 80s, early 90s sort of style, right? Yeah. When I was growing up or when I was quite young. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, both hold a very dear place in my heart. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was just choosing one. And I, so I did a little bit of research, and I was leaning towards Transformers, just just out of my pure taste. Yeah. But then I was doing some reading and heard that it was the better of the three anyway. So I was like, all right. Decision made. I was like, right, let's get this. And I'm, you know, and it, I'm we probably will seek out the G.I. Joe one as well. But I, I figured we'd just, we'd uh, pre-order one of them, and it was going to be Transformers. So we did, and it showed up, and it came with um, a little... Uh, expansion on it that i was unaware of Hmm. which is pretty cool we'll talk about that in a little bit but yeah so we played this we got this back in early december i want to say or maybe late november and we we played a whack of it back then and uh we just resurfaced it now and so this is a pure deck builder based on the transformers from the 80s mind you okay this is like the 80s cartoon we're talking about here transformers not the michael bay movies with uh shayla booth and and stuff like that right so this is the 80s cartoon we're talking about here um and this is a pure deck builder so the way this game works is you're going to select a character first and foremost and they've got a bunch of them including classics like optimus prime and bumblebee yep there's wheeljack rc ratchet jazz and ironhide so jazz was one of the expansions that oh, came cool. with it yeah so um i guess if you didn't pre-order it, you don't have jazz um but yeah these the so you pick a character and you are going to build up your game so this game can be played in a few different ways we play the co-op yeah version of this game there is a way to go pvp on this um but that's not well, we'll talk more about that in a bit. But yeah. we played the co-op, which is the way we feel it was supposed to be played. And so we'd pick our two characters, and then we would build what they call the Matrix. So if anyone mm-hmm. knows of Transformers, yeah. the Matrix is kind of a, a big deal. But it's represented by um, 12 cards on the table for a two-player game. And you're going to have this deck of cards that is going to represent um, kind of your board, right? And that's going to be the Matrix. And your deck is going to be made up of a whole bunch of things. Allies, bad guys, uh, areas, like what do they call them? Uh, sites. Sites that you can go to and do things at. Give you bonuses. And so forth. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to build up this deck with three villains in it. And the villains are going to be set to certain stages in the deck. So you're going to be basically build three decks and you're going to pile them on top of each other. Yeah. And they're going to have all sorts of things in, in them. But the whole point of the game is to defeat all three villains. Yes, before, all the mega villains. Yes, all the big bad villains. Because you're going to have a bunch, bunch of, of Decepticons in there. In there but Yeah, but they're called the bosses, the, like the boss yeah, villains. you got to defeat the boss ones. Including what we generally play with Soundwave is kind of a level one boss. Starscream, a level two, which is arguably yeah. <laughs> backwards. Um, as I think Starscream is the actual boss. but yeah. <laughs> um, And then Megatron... Being the classic big bad, um, he's the level three boss. But then there's a bunch of other boss cards as well. I think there's six in total. So you can like in, like yeah, so mix, you can them mix up. and match, right? The yeah. whole thing with this is it's every time you play, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. 
But then there's also a bunch of other Decepticon cards in there that you're going to end up uh, fighting as well. But they aren't the bosses. You have to right. take out those three bosses. So how do you do this? You have a little standee representing your character. And you're going to have a starting deck of cards of 10. And, and you, everybody has the same starting deck. Yep, yeah, everyone's got the same starting deck. And what you're going to do is you are going to place your standee somewhere in the matrix. doesn't matter where. And then on your turn, you're going to have several things you can you do. You should say that, I don't know if you did say, but the matrix, the, the cards are all face down. Yes, sorry, yes, they're face down. Yes, exactly. So you, you can't see anything. Nothing's revealed. You just see the wicked logo on the back. Yeah, you see the classic, <laughs> again, classic 80s uh, Autobots and Decepticon logos on the back. just looks awesome. Yeah. And you're going to, on your turn, you're going to do several things. First off, you're going to draw your starting hand of five cards from your starting deck of 10. Deck of 10 and they're going to have several symbols on them. They're going to have power. They're going Movement. to have, what's that? Movement. Movement and uh, range. So the power is kind of what you're looking for in being able to defeat Decepticons or recruit allies or just do things on the card that, you, that you're landing on. And then this movement allows you to move around the matrix. And flip cards And over. flip cards over. So if you had, say, on your five cards, you your starting hand of five, you had three movement. You could, say, move to a card, flip it over, see what's under there. Maybe it's a Decepticon, maybe it's an ally, or maybe it's a site, or maybe it's a scheme. There's these scheme things that come up, and they're bad news, Ugh, and you have to take care of them. They're bad news, Bears. Yeah, and so once you've flipped over a card, then you get to decide if you want to do something with it. If it was a Decepticon, they ambush you, and you have to pull. Uh, you have to flip over one of and these encounter cards. cards, and you have to do an ambush, and they attack you and do things to you. Um, or if it's an ally, you can uh, try and recruit him. And so how do you do these things? If it's a Decepticon, and he's, he's ambushed you now, now you have the chance to try and defeat him. And you would just look on your starting five cards and see how much power you have. If you had three or four power, and it's one of the low-level Decepticons, he's probably sitting at two or three yeah. health sort of thing. And you can defeat him, and you just basically kick him out of the Matrix, defeat him, and you would get um, Energon. So Energon, you start with a bit of Energon to begin the game. I think it's three. three. And then you... Uh, the Energon can be used for all sorts of things, It's and it's represented by these pink cubes so if anyone they're nice, knows. like plastic see-through pink cubes yeah they're really iridescent i don't even know what you got yeah yeah they're exactly and it so it's again it's reminiscent of the 80s cartoon it's very yes when when you picture energon from the from the cartoons the it looks like energon sitting on your table so it's pretty cool um and you can use that energon for different abilities on your cards you know it's funny playing the game um i've never been like oh when i gotta take three energy it's just been automatic. This guy's like, gonna take three energon. Like I've yeah, never energon. slipped up with energy and energon. Yeah. <laughs> no, gotta take the energon. Energon <laughs> sounds better than energy. It, it does. Well, and it's thematic, and it makes sense. And... It does, and it looks like it. Honestly, yeah. they, trust me. Yeah, for the it's cartoon, just... it's really cool. Um, so yeah, you can have energon that you can use to to uh, fire up different abilities on your on your cards. And you're going to, yeah, you're going to recruit people by using your power to recruit them. Or it you're going to use your you power to defeat power. Decepticons. Yep. You're going to gain more power from different things. It's just lots of things going on with yes. your cards. Um, and so you're building your deck by acquiring allies. Yes. And, or from the Matrix. these other special cards from the Matrix. So that's the whole thing. You're dancing around in the Matrix, flipping over cards and seeing if you want to acquire it or defeat it or whatnot. Or pass it by. Or pass it by. Right. Yeah. 
So in, in every time you acquire a card, say maybe I have uh, went into the Matrix and I found RC. RC. Oh, that's funny. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I was able to have enough power to recruit her. Then she would go into my discard pile. And I would, you know, move around. I'd spend all the rest of my resources on my cards. I'd uh, discard the rest of my hand, end my turn, draw a new hand, flip it over to you. Yeah. And you would do the same thing. Yep. And you would move your standee around, depending on how much movement you've had for that turn and uh, how much power you have. Probably Maybe flip fight over a Decepticon. A Decepticon. <laughs> yeah, what you always do. <laughs> she always hunts seem down to flip every over. Decepticon. I never land on any of them. <laughs> And you'd probably, yeah, you'd fight a couple of Decepticons and maybe recruit somebody or find another card that's cool to, to add to your deck and throw it into your discard pile. And then the, the Matrix comp- is always reloading with cards off of the top of the deck. And like all good deck builders, there are ways to cull your deck. Yeah. So you get rid of your know, basic level cards or starter cards, they call them. Yeah. So. After a little while, you're going to, yeah, you're going to add, you know, once you've added four or five cards to your deck, now you can start thinking about culling some of your yeah. starter cards and so forth. It's, it's a very, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. solid deck builder that way. Definitely. Um, and then as the deck starts depleting and more cards are getting added to my deck and more cards are getting added to your deck and more Decepticons are getting defeated, then we're going to discover the bosses. We're going to discover that level one boss. He's going to show up somewhere. We're going to find him. And he's going to ambush you, and but not only just ambush you, but he's going to do a whole bunch of terrible things to you. And there's going to be... He's going to kind of set the record for, like, now that he's out on the board, this is the scenario now. So There are a lot of times there are, like, uh, start of turn. Exactly. Things that, like, bad things that happen. Exactly. And they're all different. So, like, so-and-so will have a start of the turn. You lose a... A damage. But and the start of the turn is for everybody, not just yeah, on the person who's starting the whose turn it is. Right. It's like at the start of every turn, this is going to happen. Yeah. And <gasps> you've got to defeat these guys or else this stuff's gonna to continue to happen. Yeah. And you can't just lollygag. You gotta you gotta oh, go gotta get go these guys, them. right? Yeah. And the stronger your deck is, the better chance you have of doing that. You can also help each other do it. So mm-hmm. if you're at certain range with certain characters, if you have certain cards. Certain cards, <laughs> you can either help attack somebody or you can help block against an attack from a Decepticon or a boss. Yeah. And we should say to lose this game, you have to have acquired five damage yep. on any one character. So if you get five damage, we lose. And damage is just a card. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a card. Uh, it's a damage card, and it's got a big katoom on it. Yeah, and it shows katoom. Optimus, uh, <laughs> Optimus getting shot in the chest, which is it's just cool art straight from the yeah. uh, straight from the eighties. Really, really yeah. good. Um, and yeah, and also we didn't mention actually your uh, your Autobot obviously yeah. can what transform. That's right. So you can you start from side to side of your of your starting yeah. card from uh, Autobot versus uh, what do they call it? alt i think your if, alt yeah, yeah alt and so you bot start mode. you start with your alt your butt like like your for car you say it was bumblebee or... i'd be the car exactly and then i could flip over to my autobot to bumblebee the autobot so yeah and you, they have different abilities yeah so like when i'm on my car and it's thematic when i'm on my car side i have two movement right because i can drive real fast um when i flip I don't have the movement anymore, but now my Energon can give... If I use an Energon, I can get plus one power or totally. yeah. look at, you know, two cards or, you know, things like that, so... Yeah. No, exactly. And, uh, yeah, they're very thematic that way. That yeah. If you're on your your uh, alt car mode, you're definitely going to have more movement. If you're on your bot mode, you're going to be stronger Fighting. but slower. Exactly. Yeah. And you can only do that um, in certain scenarios. Oh, our dog is whining. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, so, yeah, it's... That's the general 
basics of it is slowly building your card by revealing cards from the matrix, doing something about it, whether it's a card you want to acquire or a card you want to defeat. And if you have the cards laid out that turn to be able to do it or not, and then keep doing this back and forth. Um, until you either someone until, gets five damage, yeah, or until you defeat the defeat third all, all three, three bosses, because there is the potential that all three could be still on the board, but that would be rare, I think, That'd because be especially when they have their, yeah, I think you would lose. I think you would lose before that before happens. Before that happens, yeah, because of their start of turn yes, damage, you get annihilated pretty quickly. Like, yeah, but yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get through that level one boss pretty. Not too difficult. When you get to that set level two boss, it's gonna be like, all right. We gotta, we really gotta think about what we're doing here. And then when you get to that level three boss, like Megatron, you're like, oh man, this is gonna come down to the wire and whether or not we can beat this guy in time. Yeah. And you've got three damage, and I've got four damage, and we're just in damage control, just trying to beat beat this guy, right? And that's basically the game. You yeah. beat it or you don't. Yep. And then you don't. And you just reset everything and you go again. I think it's mandatory though that you have the um, the eighties theme song 100% music mandatory. Uh, from the from the Transformers movie going because um, that's what we did oh, and we it, did. it didn't it's never gotten old nope. like for we how the... many times we have played this it's never gotten old <laughs> yeah we had it on repeat from Transformers so the movie good. from the eighties we had the soundtrack on repeat and yeah oh it just adds to this game it's so good. It, it must. It's a must. So trust me. Yeah. There, you must do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically how the game plays. There are different ways to play this game. So there is PvP. We don't recommend that. Well, it, it's not even recommend. We haven't really played that it, one because we enjoy the co-op version. The co-op so. just feels like that's the the game. That's the 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 proper game. Is that it's us as the Autobots against the Decepticons. It just feels like that's thematically the way it's supposed to work when you do the pvp it's like you are an autobot and i'm an autobot and i'm trying to kill more decepticons than yeah you. that just didn't seem right i feel and like the autobots are gonna be on the same team yeah it, it didn't, so yeah didn't for me it's just like i that doesn't sound right i want to just work together to try to take out the decepticons wasn't there a version where you can play autobots versus decepticons yes but that's not in this so oh, i think that's, that's like a, a something that's the future. coming in the future yeah I gotcha. where you're gonna one player is gonna be able to pick one side versus the other or there's also i think in the future being able to be decepticons purely versus the autobots like co-op decepticon yeah. versus autobots yes yeah and i agree with you i think yeah. like we had said before i think that it definitely that is the way to play because it just doesn't seem thematic it doesn't seem no. right that you're going to be an autobot it seems strange when fighting it's like, i've autobot. got more i'm better at I'm, being the autobot <laughs> than you better, are yeah i don't know it just seems strange i don't yeah. know you can do what you want the rule book's there it's a little complicated rule book i'm gonna let you know it right is. up front yeah but okay, let's let's talk about so okay the theme. <laughs> we can get back on track here. Yes, um, <laughs> reel it in, reel yeah, it in, reel it in. Because <laughs> okay, the rule book is a different scenario. We're, we'll talk about the rule book towards the end. But the theme, okay, does the theme lend well to this game? Yes, I think very well yeah. for a deck builder, and I think they did having a, a matrix. That was a neat yeah, idea. They, I think they they yeah. brought out the Transformers in a good way of in a card game. Yeah. You know? That's the thing, is it's a card there's game. There's no board, there's no nothing, yeah. it's just cards and a couple standees, right? And There's I think, no storyline. No, it's, so, it, the story is what you make it, I suppose. Yeah, like the, so there's no storyline in the game, you are just flipping and finding 
yeah. Autobots or things like it, it's not. Yeah, it's just basically a big fight. It's just that's what it is. You're just kind of on yeah. the, you know, you're, I don't want to say the battlefield, but you're like on the planet sort of thing, whether it's Earth or Cybertron. You're just and, fighting Decepticons. And it's just you're looking for Decepticons to defeat. Yeah, basically, and they're trying to do the same thing to you. And um, so the theme, yeah, lends well. It really is all the '80s. Uh, Transformers right here on display. The artwork is really cool and everything. So let's talk about the artwork. Artwork, awesome. Great. Yeah, really, really good. good art. They capture the essence of the 80s cartoon entirely. Yeah. Entirely. I, I mean, most of this is pulled straight from it or, you know. Like, I would say. Or like they've done. Or yeah. they've recaptured it yes. entirely. It's it's stellar artwork. Um, I cannot complain about it enough. Or I can't, I can't complain about it at all. <laughs> yes. I can't say enough good things about it's it. It's very good. It's straight up 80s Transformers goodness. How many times in this episode can we say 80s Transformers? <laughs> well, I just want people to be sure that we're not talking about... I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's it's very yeah. true. We're it is very 80s Transformers. New, stuff. We're talking about <laughs> the true old school stuff here. Yeah. Um, so artwork, great. Components? Well, it's a card game. Yeah. Okay. So it's got some standees. The standees are fine. They they're uh great Cardboard, for just yeah. moving around to to keep track of where you are on on the matrix cards. I think they had like we said before, they had a yes. total hit with the total with the energon. With the energon cubes. Awesome. They look and feel exactly what you would think of from uh from watching the cartoon. Yes. So energon cubes, big win. There's some cardboard uh chits. You don't use them are, a ton, you so don't they're. You tons of them. You kind of keep track fine. of certain things using these yeah. cardboard tokens. Not a big deal. Uh, cards are great. Just regular card, card stock. I feel like um, we probably, we talked about so we probably will sleeve we them. We will sleeve this, because yes. Because with the, uh, with the shuffling and the. Yeah. It'll get wear and tear. Um, they're good cards, but I don't. Um, if you're planning on playing it a lot, you're, you'll, you might want to invest in some sleeves yeah, or something. Yeah, I think we will. I'm, I'm even noticing, I mean, and these are good quality, but I'm just, I can see like, yeah, this game's going to need them. It's going to need, yeah. need them, So that's the components. The box, actually, no, we can talk about the box. So the box art is, again, really good, just like the the yes. artwork. But then there is a tray. There's a, there's an insert to hold everything. In and there. it makes sense. It makes really good sense. It there's fits spots everything to hold nicely. the standees, the spots yes. to hold the cards, like certain decks go here, extra cards go there. Um, it's got lots of room in it for any other expansions that you want to to put into here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So components solid yes. for a card game, really solid. Yep. So agreed. Um, I guess we can talk about whether or not we recommend the game, and if we do, who who for? Did but, you want to talk about the rule book? Yeah. So before we get to that, the, my, our biggest beef beef with this <laughs> game is the rule book. It is not great. I spend a lot of time reading yeah. this thing and getting confused um, because of the whole double Way, ways different of ways playing you can the game. Play it, yeah, they made they didn't separate it. They well. did, yeah. So you didn't when you're reading it, you're you're like okay, okay, and they're like what? Like, yeah, like wait, and I thought they said that that wasn't the case, and you're like, oh, because they're talking about doing it the PvP the, version the PvP here, PvP co-op, and not then, the yeah. co-op co-op, and yeah. like it's it's really not worded well. It's it's confusing. It needs a whole reworking. However, once you understand what you're doing, 
Um, and it's simple. Some, we found a pretty good video on yeah. YouTube to yeah. a guy who was doing yeah, it, and he, I can't forget who it can't was. remember who it was, but he was really good. Totally. Um, if you do go on YouTube, and I want to say it's one uh, like the top viewed transformer deck building video uh, he shuffles a lot he shuffles and shuffles and shuffles <laughs> but, and shuffles but he but explains, he it, really, explains really well. it really well so, so i would almost recommend just ignoring the rule book and going straight to youtube to watch somebody show you how to do it and because then use you'll the save yourself book. a lot of grief use the rule book for clarifications if you need to that's yeah, still tough even that can be a little suspect even that we were like flipping here then three pages later then back yeah. then five pages and so rule book yeah. left us wanting for sure but however, once we understood the game, what the the rules were yes. and how it played, it was fantastic. Yes, and it was a really really good game. Um, I, it's actually really solid little deck builder. Yeah, it's not a big game. It's not a difficult game to play. It's easy to play. It's easy to to what was remember. The, what was the age on this game? I was trying oh, to. It's probably like ten. Because that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking our, our oldest can our play oldest this. Our oldest easily play this, yes. Um, but no, it's really, really good. So I do I do recommend this. If you like deck builders um, and you like quick ones, because we do play this in 45 minutes, yeah. I would wager. I don't know what it said on the box, but it's... It's a 13 plus for age. Nah, I would go... I, I would, would say, say a little bit younger than that would be yeah. fine. Because it's, it's, it's not a difficult deck no. builder. Um, it says for time 45 to 90. Okay, there you go. So I would say it's closer to the 45 yeah. minute mark. Um, certainly under an hour, uh, win or lose. You could lose pretty quickly. You can. But uh, to win it, you're, I'd say you're around 45 to 50 minutes maybe. Yeah. Um, but it's solid. It's really good. And it's it's thematic and it's, but it is easy. But the rule book is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get taught the right way to play this, it is very simple. Yeah. Um, to play, but and, and kind of addicting because when you get defeated, you're like, oh, man, okay, let's reset. Let's, yeah, let's I want to play again. again. I want to win. Right? It always leaves you wanting to win. <laughs> it does. And then it's like, oh, we beat those three bosses this turn. Let's uh, let's do the other three bosses. And right? it's and it's all obviously depends. Always going to be different because you're always dependent on what like if the allies help you so much. So yes. like the more Autobots you get, you can get into your deck the faster, the better. Oh, certainly. Um, and then, you know, having the Energon is a huge thing, too, because a lot of your cards, like, oh, I'm fighting this um, Decepticon, and this card, if I have, if I use an Energon, I can pull another card from my deck, mm-hmm. and if I use another Energon, I can, because I have two of them, I can pull another card from my yep. deck, but if I don't have that Energon, then it's going to make it harder, so, um, yeah. yeah, it's fun. I, it is I, fun. I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I know, I, I did, too, and I, I, I'm glad we, we, uh, Decided on this one. I've been reading about the Jejo one, and I do think I want to get it, but I just, this one sounds better to me. Um, and it's got a wicked theme song and, for the movie. Oh, yeah. You get to play that music. <laughs> and, and actually, you know, the G.I. Joe movie soundtrack is pretty awesome as yeah, well. Yeah, so it'll but, be good, too. Um, but, yeah, it's still, this game is very good. So, we both do really enjoy it. Yep. Um so we do recommend it, but who do we recommend it for? Certainly people. Families, I think, would be great for. Yeah. Um, and I would recommend, you know, guys, girls our age yeah. that got to watch this cartoon. Transformers. Yeah, for you know, sure. Back in the day, would probably get a lot out of this, being like, oh, there's there's Optimus, and oh, I recognize that picture, like, and I recognize that, and it's like, oh, there's that character. I remember him. He was cool, and, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. So I think if if you have any... Uh, interest in the 80s IP Transformers uh, from your childhood, 
definitely check this yeah. out because it scratches a lot of those itches. But then, yeah, just as a as a great little deck builder, like so that you're not playing, say, Dune Imperium or yeah. Lost Runes of Arnak, where those are big, chunky things. This is just a simpler, smaller, quick deck yeah. building experience with a lot of fun and challenging. Um, Do you remember the challenging. price point on this one? What's that? Do you remember the price point on this one? Not expensive. Uh, 40 40 I want to say. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I think it was, it was certainly under 50 Yeah. I want to say 39 I was thinking 35 40 but I just don't or remember. Or 44 or something, something like that. Something like that. It wasn't expensive. Um, and that being said, I think that whatever I paid for it, I'm very happy with it. Yes. Um, but sleeving it would be ideal, um, which we will do. But yeah. no, so I do recommend it for anyone like that. If you don't like deck builders, this is not going to be for you because this is a pure deck builder yeah. card game. There's nothing else going There's on. There's nothing else here. It is here. 100% deck building. Yeah. So if you don't like <laughs> deck building, do not get this game. Yeah. Even though you're going <laughs> to... That's the thing. So if you're a Transformers fan, right? You want to play eh, a Transformers yeah, board game. You might want to try it. Like, I just... I would hate for someone that loves this old school Transformers, but is not a big fan of deck builders, to not try this. Yeah, seek it you know? out. Do some research before, and yeah. you know, see if you know somebody that has it. But <laughs> Try it yeah, but if store. you are dead set against deck building, it's just not your thing. Yeah. Then don't even bother. But if you don't mind deck builders and you love transformers, go for it. And even for like for deck builders, it is a simpler one. So it there's not much simple. strategy in what cards. Like what I found, there's not much strategy in what cards you pick. Generally, if you flip over a, an Autobot, like one of your one of your pals, you're gonna want to get the card. Before Absolutely. you leave. Um, but just more to what I'm getting at is that if you want a Transformers board game, oh, yeah. this is not a Transformers no, no, board I game. I agree. Right? Yeah. It's a card game. It's a deck builder. That's all I was it just is. saying for like fans of deck builders, if you like like a heavy, meaty deck builder, this is more on the simpler side. Yeah. This is still, if you like deck builder in any fashion, I would recommend this game. So that's, yeah, I think that's what we can say. You like deck builders? Check it out. You like transformers? Check it out. You don't like deck builders? Probably not for you. That's unless simple. you like transformers, then maybe and then take it a might look. sway you, right? <laughs> maybe it'll, maybe it'll get you into uh, deck building because this would be a good stepping stone. Honestly, this would be a good stepping stone deck building type. It game. would, yeah. If you ignore um, the rule book, yes, if you ignore the <laughs> rule book. Check out a YouTube video. You can message me on Twitter. I can explain this to you. Um, so yeah, feel free to do that. That being said. I think we're done here. Yeah. So that was yeah, a nice episode. We This was longer than I thought. I thought, we're, I thought it would be a bit quicker. But yeah, I think that's the end of this episode. So uh, yeah, if you do want to find us on Twitter, it is at Meeple Dungeon. We have a YouTube channel, The Meeple Dungeon. If you would like to contact us and in our email, it is themeepledungeon at gmail.com. So if you have a game that you want us to talk about that you're like, oh, I wonder what that game is like and you want us to do a review. Yep. Send us a Remember, message. Remember, we're going to be firing up the time machine all through 2022 now and then. So if you check out our BGG account, The Meeple Dungeon, uh, you will see the bulk of our collection. Not everything. We're still adding things because stuff comes in all the time. But yeah, you can check uh, check that out. If you want to ask us about any game whatsoever, we will definitely be down to uh, review it. Um, so yeah, that being said, we are going to run. And we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.